Uh, welcome back to another episode. Today, I'm honored to have Giovanna Silva. She's awesome. She's an entrepreneur. She's a superstar in the making. Uh, if if you're from Boston, you should definitely reach out. You may already know her. Uh, she has a huge social media following, uh, especially on Instagram. Uh, so Giovanna, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me, Sudra. I mean, I, I didn't even say like uh, half of the things I wanted to say. Uh, well, you... I so appreciate the the. I feel like a badass after that intro. <laughs> You're you're awesome. Uh, I consider you a friend of mine. Uh, we've obviously exchanged many ideas before. Uh, you know, you manage the big team. You've 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 literally been inspiring to see how you've come up from the ranks. And uh, but you know, like give. I, I'm not gonna talk too much more. If I can ask you, you know, to like give us like a quick background, how you got started and maybe briefly how you got to where you are now. Absolutely. So way back when I went to a farm school, Norfolk County Agricultural High School, and college wasn't really a thing that was talked about or planned for because it was a vocational school. So I transferred my senior year to my town's high school and everybody was so like gung-ho. They knew what they were going to be going to school for. They knew what they wanted to do with their life. And I'm sitting there like, I, I have to write college essays. Like, what, what's what's going on? So I kind of was like catapulted into this, like, I got to figure out what I'm supposed to do with my life. And real estate was always something that, like, I loved. I loved houses. I, I mean, who doesn't love watching HGTV? Um, and it was just something that I had in my head is like, I think that that's what I want to do. And of course, like with anything, you have an idea and it becomes, oh, take, we take it off. I got it. I got it. I think I got a better one the second Amazing. time. Amazing. So of course, with anything, you know, you have an idea and like you, you're nervous, you get anxious about it. And sometimes it's easy to just like, let it, just let yep. it sit there, let it ruminate. So I had so many different jobs from coffee shops to being a bra specialist at Victoria's Secret to... Uh, being a customer care specialist at SmartPak, um, which is like an equestrian company. But I was so unhappy. And I went to school for a year to Mass College of Pharmacy to be a sonographer. And I was so unhappy. And I was like, this is just not, this isn't what I want to do. I want I want to do real estate. So I got my license. It took me three tries. So for any of you that are thinking about getting your license or if you're in the process, you're not going to get on your first try. If you do, good for you. You're not going to. Um, but I kept at it. And when I got my license, I knew like, okay, I have to take this this leap. And if I'm going to make this my career, I have to give it everything I have. So I joined a brokerage. I joined Keller Williams in Braintree. And they had great training. And it was a really good like crew of like new agents that we all we all got really close. And I'm still friends with most of them today, which is awesome. Um, but the brokerage itself, this particular office at the time was a lot of like dabblers, people that were just trying to dabble in real estate and do it on the side. And, you know, it wasn't like they weren't these big careers yep. that I was envisioning for myself. So I'm like, okay, how do I 
how do I make that happen? Like, I know it's, I know it's a thing you see it on TV, million dollar real estate, you know, all the HGTV, like, how do I make, how do I get there? So I ended up bartending on Newberry street in Boston. Cause I knew that, you know, I'll meet everybody that there's to meet in the city, in Boston, money, yep. pay my bills, network, and I'll figure it out. So I started bartending. I quit my job. So that was like literally my only job. And every single person that came in got a business card. Every single bill that I slid across that bar had my card. That's on amazing. It. So many people would just like leave it there, but you know, you shoot or shoot. And I was just like shooting left and right. And one night this man came in with the owner of our restaurant and somebody said to me, you want to get into real estate? You should, you should go meet that guy right over there. So I went over, I introduced myself to him. Turns out he was the builder and developer of the second four seasons here in Boston, one Dalton. And I gave him my card and that was, that was really it. And then he came in another handful of times. And every single time he came in, I gave him my card because I wanted to pick his brain. I, I truly believe so hard that like everybody is somebody to learn from and why reinvent the wheel. If I can ask somebody about their experience and how they got from A to B or what they would do differently, that's invaluable. So that's all I wanted from him. Months later, he called me. It was the craziest thing because I was on a FaceTime with one of the agents from Keller Williams, just catching up about like, you know, how's, how's things going for you? How's the bartending going? And I was telling him, I was like, I met the guy who's building the four seasons in Boston. I'm trying to like nail him down. I want to, I want to go to lunch or something with him. As I said that Sidrit, he literally calls me <laughs> in that moment. I'm like, I should probably answer this. I don't know who it is. And it was him. And he was like, after the holidays, let's get together. That's insane insane but like talk about you you put it out there it will come back to you in some way shape or form and I was manifesting like since day one I've just been manifesting and so we ended up getting lunch at Davio's and he offered me a job at the Four Seasons I wasn't asking for one I literally just was there to listen and he was like I'm gonna give you a job he's like it's gonna be a great opportunity for you to learn you're going to meet a bunch of people in the industry and it's just going to open doors for you that you previously wouldn't have had access to. It's not going to pay you a lot. It's not the most glamorous job, but come with me and, and we'll, we'll get it done. Literally, we barged into the sales gallery and Debbie Collins was in the middle of a presentation and Mr. Friedman was like, Debbie, this is Gia. Gia, this is Debbie. She's going to work here now. There was no job for me there. They weren't looking. They didn't have a need. It was, she kind of was like, what is going on? But like, okay, like she can't say no, that's her boss. Fast forward three weeks from that day that I started working in the sales gallery, doing basically nothing because there was no job. Just, Literally just like making things up and like yep. just listening to the presentations and whatever was going on the two people that were working in the sales gallery as the actual like admin doing the scheduling and stuff. And then um, they had an on-site guy who was doing the tours for the buyers and the vendors and like the people that were coming from Dubai to see their unit for the first time that they bought like three years ago. I, they both quit. So I became, okay. I, I was the only one left. So their job, wow. 
kind of rolled into mine and <clears throat> I started doing the scheduling and, and the tours. And I was the one I was running back and forth from one four seasons to the other, doing all of the, the showings and, and meeting the buyers and their vendors and the electricians. And it was craziness, but it was the best place for me to learn. Um, Tracy Campion at the time was the exclusive sales um, agent on agent. the project along with Gabby Barron and Cecily Foster. So being able to listen to them do their presentations and like it's one building, all the same facts, but to hear how from one to the other, they just sell so differently and and how they deal with different- Interact with people. It's, and it's, it's fascinating because sales at the end of the day is psychology. It's really all that it is. So- yeah. I was just there to be a sponge and and learn everything that I could, but I knew that it was inevitably going to end when the building sold. So I always had my ear to the ground for other opportunities. And then I saw on Instagram that the Sarkis team was hiring for an assistant. So I actually reached out to one of the agents on the team, Victoria, who's still to this very day, a very good friend of mine. She's awesome. I sent her my resume because I was like, I don't know. These guys are busy. Like they're never going to, if they don't see my email, like, I don't know. So I sent her my <laughs> resume and I was like, can you please just make sure your boss gets this? So fast forward, like three weeks from them. Then I had an interview with George Manny. We really hit it off. And it was just so abundantly clear in the moment that that was the next move. That was undoubtedly where I was supposed to go to next. And I spent three years there. So before know. before we talk, you know, about the Sarkis team, if you want to share, you know, because you had huge responsibilities there. And I think you were you were part of their success of growing the team to the scale that they did. Or me as an outsider, you know, looking in, uh that that's that's what it looked like. Uh but your so I'm so glad you're sharing your story because it it really goes to show. I mean, for when I started knowing you, I started knowing you as Giovanna from the Sarkis team, and you're killing it. You know, like dealing with wealthy clients. Uh, but you've you know the story. What what resonates the most is with me as a, of an entrepreneur, a hustler is handing out those business cards as a bartender uh, or whatever you are doing you every day you're hand, like that's probably key to like everything you know that that that's happened to you and it's I mean a lot of people say it's luck but for me it's like but what's that quote what is it Ashton Kutcher said it or something luck is when preparation meets opportunity that's 100 percent being ready and because when the opportunity strikes, and especially if you are going out of your way to put yourself in the way of opportunity, when that door opens, you got to be ready to, to whatever it takes, whatever it means you have to leave behind, you have to be ready to walk through it and just receive the gift that is that opportunity, you know? A hundred percent, a hundred. And and I'm so glad that you, you've been manifesting that, you know, from, from day one um and it, it it goes to show that that success i mean you got to work hard you know there's no cutting corners or you know you you, you got to do it all you know from from day and i still give my business card out like that oh you I'm, have to yeah i have a digital i'm going to show you guys 
this for anyone watching. I have this app right here. It's called Blink with a Q. I love that. It's a digital business card. So if I never, if I go out and I don't have my business card on me, I will just have people scan this so that they can just save my information. But like my boyfriend laughs at me because everywhere we go, I'm like, do you have your phone? Can you scan? Do you have your phone? Can you scan? So that, like, that links it to, to your what? Your link tree or where it does goes, it go? So my contact. So it has my my phone, my email, my Instagram. And it will save. Podcast. And it will save directly in somebody's phone. And you can share information back with me. So you can send me your contact info so I can save it. Got it. Got Record it. like where we I, met. So I never, you know, like did it, but I wrote it down. It's going to be on my to-do list so I can have it on my phone Everybody too. Should have a, because you know what? I give my cards out like hotcakes and then, and then what do I do? I've, yeah. I've not left, you know? <laughs> but no, I'm so glad that you shared your story, how you got, you know, to where you got uh, up until Sarkis team. And, and uh, I love the guys that, you know, they're doing an amazing job. Uh, what was it like managing a big team? I mean, I know you 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 had a lot of responsibilities from social media to showings to dealing with affluent clients, but I mean that that must have been cool, you know. And and I'm I'm sure you you left on on good good uh good terms, but it's like that must have been so cool, like dealing with so many facets of of the real estate industry there. Oh, yeah, it was. I truly don't think I knew what I was 110% getting into when I accepted the job, but I remember, and George, George will, he will back me up on this. <laughs> when I went to the office to sign my contract, George literally said to me, he was like, okay, I'm basically giving you my business and saying, run it. Like, tell me how to make it better. Tell me like, there's anything I can do to be more organized or like more efficient, like it's in your hands now. Go so ahead. Like he passed me the baton and I was like, <laughs> Hey, pressure's on, you know, right, like, right. what better way. But again, you know, even though, even though I had moments of like, what am I doing? I also, at the end of the day felt so aligned with the role and just like where I was at at that point in, in life. So the role that they hired for was an assistant. So it was initially really just to kind of help them with like personal admin things, organizing desktops and, you know, literally I, I didn't touch a transaction for a couple months, probably. Um, one of the first things I did was their first website, um, and then I took over the Instagram page and, you know, started doing marketing for their Instagram page because they didn't have anybody running in. It was kind of just like whatever they had time. Whatever to we post, we post. Yeah. Right. Um, and like little by little, I just kind of started taking on more responsibility, more pieces of the business. And then we went into quarantine. And when we went into quarantine, it was a little bit scary because obviously nobody knew what was happening, where the market was going to go. Um, and at the point, at that point in time, I was the only one on their payroll. I, I has been a licensed agent for almost six years now, but at, at that point in time, I wasn't operating as an agent. I was on their, I was their staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they kind of had to sit me down and say, you know, we don't really know what's going to go. happen, but you know, we're just gonna, 
we're going to try it and we'll figure it out as we go. It was probably the busiest time that they've ever had. And the business just took off. And even more than before, I had to really figure it out because now I'm in my bedroom in lockdown with my laptop. And like, now I have transactions and now I have, you know, I, the social media to run and, and like doing all of that from my bedroom in quarantine. And I don't, I couldn't like just go to our sales manager and ask a question. And yeah, like, I was literally alone and I was still doing inspections and, and smoke inspections and like meeting buyers. Yeah, you- you had to deal with like scheduled showings and you know like wearing masks and tracking everything which mm-hmm. got out of control but it kind of you know when when the pressure is on you you got to figure it out so that's what we all did you know as a team and we ended up scaling i think the first year that i worked for them they did around 75 million for the year and the team was excluding myself there was five people on the team by the time I left there was 13 people on the team plus myself plus um a marketing coordinator so that was our second marketing coordinator we had one before that and then she ended up leaving for personal reasons but um I I had to do the, the training the onboarding I helped with the hiring process I helped them build their second website and my main role was to be a direct extension of the guys. So all of their deals, I managed them from start to finish all of their events with Casey and Tony, depending on, I helped oversee like putting the events on and the guest list and how are we marketing it? And every listing, I put all the listings together, all of the marketing for all of the listings and the spec sheets for new construction, like, literally the only aspect of the business that I didn't touch was the negotiating and yeah, the, the contract business. I just managed the business that came in, but it was such a great learning experience because obviously the, the quantity of transactions that they were doing I, and the, the varying types of clients and types of homes I, I really feel like I experienced it all. Oh, exactly. And I want to touch on that. I mean, you you were doing some like super exclusive events. Um, you know the 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 one in Beverly, right? Um, twenty two million dollar listing. I mean, out of this world. You walk into that open house. You're like, oh my god. You know, you got like I feel like you're in the great Ferraris parked out and Lambos yeah. and uh so i'm I'm sure you were part of that coordinating that oh no yeah only... I was on the phone with every single exotic car dealer vendor and that week being like can you get cars to an open house for me but we made it i made it happen so i, I love it I, and and most importantly i think which is you know that i want to touch on is the the confidence that you build from dealing with affluent clients it's like huge because I mean, I've I've been in banking mortgages now for what 12, 13 years. And I feel like 
one of the the biggest hurdles for people when when they when they see like oh somebody has a million dollars or they own this very expensive house or they got they're so successful successful businesses it's like how do i talk to them right Mm-hmm. little do you realize i mean you got to work with a few of them but little do you realize they're normal people just like me and you everybody else out there right and but it builds your confidence you do it once twice three times probably a hundred you know you're now you're like i can talk to anyone you know and bill it- gates could walk in the door and you you have coffee or tea and just shoot some shit you know <laughs> right literally called mr friedman when we were having our lunch that day bill gates that's amazing and i was sitting there like what (laughs) where am i right now (laughs) i don't know if i should be saying i I don't think it's a problem but i don't think so either i don't think you you didn't say first name for your former boss so it's it's cool (laughs) um so yeah, I mean it's it's huge. Now talk to me about your own team. How did that come about? You guys, uh, you and Emily are obviously shining. You have your new, uh, you have your new team at Compass Olympus Group. I wish you nothing but success. Um, what's that like? Talk to us a little more about that. So much fun. It's it's so much fun. So obviously, I just told you all about my previous job with the Sarkis team and. I truly loved that job. I never complained about it. You can literally ask anyone from that team that worked with me, that knows me. I never complained about it. I love people. I love the way that this industry allows me to positively impact someone or their family or their friends um, and just being able to provide value. And I was doing all of that, but I was doing it for them. And while there's nothing wrong with that, and I love, I love them dearly. Like they will forever be, I always of joke, course. my big brothers, like of literally, course. you know, and if you can imagine the relationship that you have with family, sometimes they, we, we were very, very close, but it just got to the point for me where I was like, you grew, right. you grew your wings. I mean, it... the potential is maximized. And I just, I really got the, the hankering for doing it myself and and seeing what the possibilities really could be and more than anything what drove me I think to make the decision was the fear of never knowing because at first it was like you know a wild idea like oh my gosh like go and do real estate on my own like do something on my own like I don't even know where I would start like it's exciting but it's like it's a little bit anxiety inducing But what drove me was, okay, if I don't do it now, am I ever going to do it? And if I don't ever do it, I'm probably going to kick myself. Oh, yeah, you're going to have big regrets. Who approached who? Did you approach Emily or Emily approached you? So Emily was leaving the team for her own personal reasons. That's Um, fine, yeah. Yeah, you don't need to disclose. A lot of people to think that it was like this, like a coup mastermind (laughs) plan. It wasn't like, honestly, we're, we, I, I wish that I could sit here and tell you that I was that I had that much of a plan because I didn't really have a plan. I was just like, I'm just going to, I don't know. I'm just going to go and, and we'll see. Do my I own thing. I was going. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, But 
the timing just worked out coincidentally. And, and when I met her before she ever was on the team, we were doing deals together and we really hit it off. It was like, my gosh, like here's somebody who is so similar to me in like personality and drive and work ethic. You don't see that a lot in, I'm, I'm 25. I'm going to be 26 on Sunday, but I'm you're, young. You're, you know? you're a baby. You're a baby. I'm a baby. And, and I know I work really hard. Like I, I'm a workaholic. I love to work hard and, and she's the same way. So it just came about one day. It was like, well, why wouldn't, why don't we just try and, and see? And we didn't have, we didn't have a name. We didn't have a clue. We were just like, yeah, let's, let's freaking do it. And we've just been taking it one day at a time and just showing up and yep. getting the name out there and getting all of our ducks in a row for our foundation. Shaking is- hands, giving out business cards. No business cards, the scanning business cards. Yeah. <laughs> Grabbing Love- coffee. I mean, yeah. attending networking events and I'm sure so many other things. Yeah. That's huge. That's huge. Congrats. Uh, <laughs> you're, you've also hired like a couple of people uh, in, in the team. We have two agents. They are junior agents. Um, the way that we've kind of structured our team is more of like a mentorship, not program, because it's not, they're not, yeah, yeah. they're not, well, there's got to be some value add, right? Right. Because right. at this point in time, why you're joining a team, we're a newer business. Um, I am a new agent. It's so weird to even say that. I feel, I well, feel like yeah, you, you're not, you're, you're, you're not new. I mean, your subconscious it. tells you you're new, but you're, yes. You're, you're like, yeah, super experienced, <laughs> but it's, I still have to build up my own pipeline and my own, you know, get my own business. So, you know, of course we had that business because she was a solo agent for six years, seven years before ever joining a team. Yep. Um, but it's really great because she has that background of like uh, actually selling, negotiating. She's worked with builders her whole professional career. Um, so she knows like houses in and out she of can build her she can talk the talk and walk the walk she knows what things cost um i on the other hand my skill set is very much so in operations and building out systems and processes that can help and allow you to scale um marketing i love marketing i love i love that i love creating things on canva and building out websites and things like that um using content and marketing to tell a story about a property that's that's what i love so i love that we really <clears throat> built this team where we have opposite but complementary skill sets and we just learn from each other every day and it's awesome <laughs> yeah and i think sales also comes from building trust right the more people see you and like you and trust you uh I, I I'm sure there's like sales courses and you know like Grant Cardone you know he's big into like sales training but sometimes you don't even need sales training you know like be yourself ask for business you know people will start referring you um but yeah I mean it takes time with business development you got to do the activities but marketing is is huge in in my opinion um you're crushing it on on Instagram let me see if I can pull you up here um, I think you have like what, eight thousand something followers, and these are organic, not oh, fake followers. Everybody, wow. 
the, you know, she's worked for them. Uh, you recently went viral on one of the videos, 1.7 million views. Which That's is, huge. It's, and, I don't understand it, truthfully. I don't. <laughs> yeah, but I understand it. You've been showing up, right? And, and the algorithm is going to reward it eventually. You keep showing up. And you mentioned to me when we met that, you know, like a lot of these followers are from Boston, from, you know, locally. Yes. So congrats i mean Thank keep you. keep doing what you're doing uh but i mean okay that's like my goal if i hit 10k for the year i'll be happy like you will it's a number at the end of the day but i yeah. truly just love i love instagram and this is a tip that i'll give to like anybody in any business real estate or not i spend at least an hour a day in my dms or dming people like be sliding into other people's dms just being like hey Hope you had a great day sending good vibes or that post you good put on is so cute. Like have a great Thursday, like whatever it is. But I just truly love connecting with people and the relationships that I've, that have come off of Instagram into real life that I have are. Yeah. Such a I, I, I believe it. I mean, the connections that you make, it, it's like you're, you're making lifelong friends like, like us. Right. Um, right. And never mind when it translates into business, you're like, wow, shit, it, it actually works, you know, like being nice and being yourself and it, it can actually be rewarding. Yeah, <laughs> um, and, and, and you know, not, like not as weird as like most people are like, I could never like I literally will send people like voice notes. Oh, yeah. Same. It will be like, I could never just like send a random person a voice note. And I'm like, why? You can. If they think it's weird or if they don't well, respond, then they're not my kind of person. That's fine. Now yeah, we know. yeah, yeah, of course. But I, I feel like if you're both following each other or know each other, I, I've done that, you yeah, know, like, weird. and then I have people say, hey, bro, hey, man, you know, like, like, it's like we know each other because you've interacted on the post. You may have exchanged a couple of DMs. Then the voice is like second nature. And I, and I think that's where you kind of like add to the layer of trust. They hear your voice. They're like, oh shit, it's not a bot behind there or a fake person. It's it's well, actually Sidrid and Gia. Text can be, you know, misread. It, the, the tone, the context, it can be misunderstood. But if I'm sending you a voice note and I'm sending you good vibes, you're getting those good vibes. If I'm mad, like, you know, I'm mad. It takes a lot to make me mad though so yeah no voice notes going around we'll we'll try it on another episode to get you mad but <laughs> <laughs> um this has this has been great where um where can we follow you and support you so right now i am predominantly on instagram my username is giovanna silva just my full name on TikTok, same thing, except it's Giovanna.Silva. And I am trying to be a lot more active on TikTok and doing like- I see you. And the life, get ready with me. Value add content, real estate related, and also like motivational spiel. Well, it's been a pleasure. Uh, love speaking to you. Love the, ener the energy, the vibe. Uh, I know you have big things coming up. 2023 is going to be great. Keep it up and we'll chat soon. Thank you so much.